Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525. Like Bob on Facebook at facebook.com slash Live. You got to get out and vote, folks. You've got to get out and vote. Uh, there has always been a difference between the right and the left, conservatives, liberals, Republicans, Democrats. But if I look back to uh, 40 years ago, which again, that's pretty recent history. Now, if you're 25 years old, 40 years ago is ancient history to you. But to me, that was yesterday. Uh, if, If you look back to even just 40 years ago, and from there all the way back to the founding of our country, we've always had at least two parties. There have been sometimes we've had three and sometimes four viable parties that didn't last long. For the most part, we've had a two-party system here in America. And there's always been differences. But the two parties agreed on the fundamentals of what America is, what it means to be an American, what our goals are, what our foundation is. Uh, Policy differences, yes. Angry rhetoric, yes. Charges and countercharges, yeah, of course. But Democrats and Republicans agreed on most of the most important things. If you go back to JFK, now I realize that's longer than 40 years ago, but uh, JFK would not be a Democrat today. He would not. He would be appalled. Listen to his speeches, read what he wrote, and you have to come to the conclusion JFK, John Fitzgerald Kennedy, would be appalled at where his party is today. He would not recognize the party of Joe Biden, Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi. He wouldn't recognize it. Today, we have two parties, but we have two completely identities and want to take the country not just in different directions— opposite directions. And I do mean opposite. We have very little in common with the political left. When I say we, the right conservatives, we have very little in common with the liberal left. Very little. There are few things we can agree on, including 
the meaning of the Constitution? The Constitution of the United States means very little to the liberal left. It's an annoyance. It's a, it's a hindrance. It's an obstacle that we have to go around. There are things that we want to do with America. There are directions that we want to take America. And the biggest obstacle to us is that old Constitution. It's old. It's outdated. It's antiquated. It was written by a bunch of white European slave owners. And so, and I'm serious. That is not an exaggeration. To real conservatives, the Constitution is to be honored, to be obeyed, to be adhered to. For the far liberal left, it is an obstacle. It's there. We acknowledge it. But we're going to find ways around it. And we're going to find ways around it by reinterpreting it. And interpreting it in the way that we desire. Caring less what the founding fathers believed. And that is a truth, folks. Um, so anyway... The election coming up is not as important as what happens in the churches of America. I always want to emphasize that, and it's true, but it is extremely important. So make sure that you vote. Uh, In the Senate, uh, Tim Ryan would never come on this program, never He doesn't want to talk to Christians. He doesn't want to talk to conservatives. Now, he says, I want to work with everybody. I want to get along with everybody. Take a look at his commercials. And you tell me if he wants to get along with everybody. And, of course, he is trying to present himself as a moderate Democrat, almost a Republican. And I don't think the people of Ohio are going to buy it. He has a long, long track record in politics that he is doing his best to run from. And I don't think he can do it. I don't think. Now, speaking of Tim Ryan, uh, he tweeted this uh, today. This is today. Uh, 11.22 a.m. today, Tim Ryan tweeted this out, and I quote, We need to legalize marijuana, tax it, and use the money to invest in things like addiction treatment and keeping fentanyl out of our country. Now, because you folks are smarter than the average bear, you realize what a nutso thing that is to say. Now, he is trying to present himself. I am not your typical Democrat. I, I'm not. I, I don't want to raise taxes. In fact, uh, in the town hall last night, he said two or three times, I want to reduce taxes. I stand for reducing taxes. Can I quote Tim Ryan? We need to legalize marijuana, tax it, tax it, and use the money. Listen to this. We need to legalize marijuana, tax it, and use the money to invest in things like addiction treatment. What? So we need to legalize a drug, tax, 
the sales of the drug and then use the money that we get in the taxes from selling the drug to treat those who are impacted by the drug. What? Are you nuts? Yeah, we need to legalize marijuana, tax it, and then what are you going to do with the tax money? Oh, well, we're going to treat the people that are negatively impacted by what we just legalized. You're going to do what? You're going to legalize a mind-altering, dangerous drug. You're going to tax it. And then you're going to take the money that you get from the taxing of the drug to treat those who are impacted by that drug and others, obviously. And then keeping fentanyl out of our country. So we're going to legalize one drug, tax one drug, so that we can battle another drug. And the scary thing, I mean, the really scary thing, that's going to make sense to a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Well, we can get high, and we'll take some taxes and... uh, If I'm negatively impacted by getting high on the marijuana, well, the government then will pay for treatment and help. And and, then we got to get rid of that other drug, fentanyl, because it's really dangerous. And by the way, it is. And I'm not implying that marijuana in any way, shape, or form is as dangerous as fentanyl. I am not implying that. I'm not that dumb. Fentanyl is far more dangerous But before you get on the legalized marijuana bandwagon, please, please, please use the brain that God has given you and take a look at what has happened, particularly to teenagers in the states where uh, marijuana has been legalized. Look at what has happened to traffic accidents and fatalities through You can't say drunk driving, impaired driving. Take a look at what has happened. Oh, my goodness. All right. We need to take a break. We'll be back. Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. And welcome back to Bob Bernie Live. I'm going to go to the phones here in just a moment. But I just want to remind you, we are not yet finished with our Bible League campaign. We have reached our goal. We have surpassed our goal. Praise God for that. Our goal was 2,400 Bibles at $5 a piece. You have provided enough for 2,745 Bibles. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yesterday, Preston in Cincinnati called 800-YES-WORD gave a very nice gift. Uh, he was alone. He was the only one that either called the call center or went online. 
And I am not complaining because, as I said, not only have we reached our goal, we have exceeded our goal. But we are $1,200 away from 3,000 Bibles. And I just believe that by the end of the week, the campaign will be all done on Friday. I just believe that by the end of the week, another $1,200 will come in from you folks, and we'll get to 3,000 Bibles. I just believe that. If you want to be a part of that, pray about it. If you have not had an opportunity yet to give, so many of you have, thank you, thank you, thank you. We're uh, we're over $13,000, almost $14,000, but I hope you'll call. Again, the campaign is not over yet until Friday, and I am praying that by the time we reach the end of the day on Friday, we will be at 3,000 Bibles. We're at 2,745, $5 apiece. Could you give? These Bibles are going to the persecuted church, and by the way, Uh, I checked. The matching grant is still on the table. Every dollar you give will be doubled. Every dollar will be be doubled. 800-YES-WORD, 800-937-9673, or go online to thewordcolumbus.com. I'll pull up the call center here in a bit, and if we have some calls coming in today, I'll be able to thank some new heroes. All right, let's go to the phones, and I've got Mike in Northwest Columbus, and I think Mike is going to tell us why he is going to vote for Tim Ryan, correct? No. Um, Uh, No? No? No, 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 no. I remember a TV show when we were both younger. It was called Tell the Truth. (laughs) And there were were three three people out there, and the thing was, "Will will the real person please stand up? Well, Tim Ryan's out and done that. There are four versions of Tim Ryan. There's Tim Ryan's congressional record. There's Tim Ryan's presidential run positions. There's Tim Ryan's senatorial candidate positions. Now we have Tim Ryan on Fox Town Hall. And it's a different guy different guy for each one. So what's the real Tim Ryan gonna be like if he gets elected to the Senate? Yeah, I'm a little surprised. Well, I guess not. I'm a little surprised that he agreed to the town hall. I did not know until J.D. Vance told us just a little bit ago that it was originally going to be a debate. And uh, the Tim Ryan people said, eh, no more debates. No, no, we're, we're done with that. Because I don't think he's done well in the debate no. format. So they had a, a town hall format, which he was more comfortable with. And I can I can understand that. He... Uh, it is not that I feel sorry for him because he's doing this intentionally, but he is desperately trying to reinvent himself, and he's not doing a very good job of it. I, I just don't think that the people of Ohio are going to be fooled. No, I mean, it's it's, it's he's so bad, I'm— I'm every when I call, I try and associate, come up with a song title where we have a lie in it, the word "lie," and it's I'm running out of song titles with this guy. <laughs> well, uh, and as I said, um, 
he's he's not going to come on this program. J.D. Vance has been one of the most approachable political candidates that I've ever dealt with. Um, his campaign has been just very, very nice to work with, and he's been very, very available. Um, and every time he's been on my program, it has been at his request. Uh, he has reached out, and obviously he cares about my audience. And I feel good about that, and I hope my audience does too. He wants to talk to you folks, and not every political candidate wants to talk to the Christian conservative audience, and J.D. Vance does. So I do wish him well. I really do. Yeah, me too. I mean, he wasn't—I'm voting for him. He wasn't my guy in the primary, but he's— you know, I'm not. I don't have to hold my nose and vote for him. I can probably vote for him. You know, there were two other candidates when the whole primary thing was beginning that I would have held before J.D. Vance, but by the time we got to the actual primary vote, he was my first place candidate. He was, and he wasn't at the beginning of the primary system. One of the candidates that I thought would have been a great senator uh, was so nasty and so dirty in his campaign commercials that I said I wouldn't vote for him if he was the candidate. I don't want anyone like that representing me in the Senate. It was, And, and I had yeah. him on the air and asked him about that. And I don't know whether you were listening, but he yep. said, well, you know, that's what they told me I should do. I thought, yeah. what? What do you mean that's what they told you to do? Uh, th- that's not the kind of person I want in the Senate. So no, anyway. Ho- ho- hopefully he's done running. I, I would hope so. I would hope so. Let him run his businesses. He seems to be a very, yeah. very good businessman. Good for him. Hey, Mike, yeah, I got to go. Fun. Thanks. All right. Quick break. Uh, we got the election coming up. If you want to talk politics, if you want to talk candidates, Give me a call, 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-BOB-LIVE. 